0: Nutrition Heretic Facebook Live Q&A Alright folks, the noise that you can hear in the background isn't exactly Adrian on the toilet she's just <laughs> sipping her tea Right, folks. <laughs> i know it how it sounds tea. but i, in the I had
1: it in, in exactly one of these handy the t- presses and then i was pouring it, and it didn't dawn on me that that was being picked up by
0: them. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is
1: <laughs> okay so um we're live
0: yep once again uh,
1: yeah once again uh yeah so um today's topic is weight loss uh, which of course is everybody's New year's resolution in, including mine um, yeah there's there's all kinds of things that can be said about that,
0: yeah. uh, that that's not I, on my New year's resolution list sorry no problem no, there.
1: You're, well you're not you're not everybody
0: yeah thank you
1: <laughs> you're only one person yeah uh but yeah well when i say everybody i mean women except for those really skinny women that we love to hate
0: yeah i i really don't get the picture why do you hate skinny women what's up with that
1: because they don't have to try and then they always like to brag about how oh i've gotta i've gotta gain weight just shut up (laughs) 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 that's what i have to say to that shut up you know it's not it's not as much fun from the other side or like the the one friend of mine who said to me i was like bitching about the fact that uh she, well it hasn't happened in maybe a year and a half but for a while people kept asking me if my daughter was my granddaughter she's like oh i know what you mean people keep saying you must have been really young when you had your kids and i was like shut the fuck up <laughs> i don't want to hear it okay
0: well i really don't know what I'm talking about because you know you don't look that old i mean i would I say don't look you're that. <laughs> no I, I, all right so i'm not over exaggerating right now but it might be because of the lighting or because of the webcam but you look like you're in your mid 30s something like that not older yeah I'm, it I'm it, does, it doesn't it doesn't have
1: there are a lot of, of hawaiian women who are grandmas by age 40 so i'm like well well that you know that could be something, yeah. but I don't know, I do not know, but thank you very much for saying so.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't have to do anything with the fact that you're my boss and everything. <clears throat> okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay,
1: okay, so on to weight loss, do we have any questions for this week?
0: Oh yes, it seems that weight loss is something that many people can relate to and they actually have questions about it, so uh, should we start? Go for it. All right. So question number one. Uh, Is it about calories in versus calories out?
1: Ah, the calorie. Okay. You know, I want you to start thinking about calories in a different way. Uh, First of all, like I was even, I, I was watching Food Inc. with my kids over the weekend because I figure if they don't listen to me, maybe they'll listen to a documentary or, you know, somebody else talking about this kind of stuff.
0: Jamie Oliver, And one of the
1: experts that they had, and somebody whom I like, kept saying, well, you know, back in the day, humans used to get their calories this way and then blah, 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 calories. But, but I want you to start thinking of calories in a different way. First of all, uh, I want you to think of food in a different way. I don't want you to think of food as just calories uh calorie is a measurement of heat units um uh, and in europe as you are well aware i think nicola uh the calories are described as energy if you read a package of food it will say energy
0: exactly not,
1: not calories so when we think of calories in the u.s you my impression Am I right? Well, people, well, not necessarily fat, but they think of things that make you fat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they think of this like inherently evil quality in food that it has no other purpose than to put weight on your body, and or you know maintain weight. And that's not how I I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it as as a measurement of the energy you can get out of food. This is why a lot of people. For example, I know a woman, she's uh, actually several people who have had weight loss surgery and they, you know, tout how many, you know, tens of pounds they've lost uh, after these, you know, lap bands or whatever, stomach reduction, this and and what have you. And then they say, well, you know, they, they, they tout how great it is. But then, you know, after maybe 10 years, 15 years, they've gained all the weight back and more because they are you know you go and visit these people they're laying on the couch still eating the takeout pizza still you know warming up food in the microwave or or just cooking their food in the microwave oh, and when God. i say food, yeah when i'm when i say food i'm talking about crap from the frozen section at the supermarket hot pockets and like all these other just known like complete nonsense that they're they're sticking in the microwave so those calories, you know, th- that's not really providing you energy. When uh we did the episode with um Robin Crow, she talked about the fact that she at her desk when she used to eat these ramen noodles that she would just microwave and apparently not even put water on them.
0: Oh <laughs> gosh. <more> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you know she said that she would be at work like this all day, just you know Like trying to prop her head up. Mm. Uh, No energy. Couldn't focus. Basically, she was getting calories, but you know there was no energy in that. Sorry, is
0: it
1: it, energy out of that food? Yeah. Is it
0: what they uh, what they call empty calories? Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So she's getting these empty calories. And, and it's empty because it's not providing her energy. It's just, it's literally all the stuff that we fear about food. It's, it's the, um, it's this effect of, of just enough to keep you alive, but not enough to, to fuel your body. So really I would not focus on calories in versus calories out unless you're not getting enough. And that's something that we always forget. Um, when we had Julia Ross on the on the show, she talked about uh, the fact that her work, the diet cure and the mood cure, is starting to really uh, get underscored by the fact that people on this show that we used to have called The Biggest Loser, they're now gaining the weight back.
0: Yeah, you
1: know they they lost hundreds of pounds in a couple of weeks. And many of them are restricted from, you know, technically, I guess, sorry, not technically, but, you know, on average, they'll say people should consume about 2000 calories a day. These people were consuming, you know, 1200 calories a day, 800 calories a day. And many of them are stuck in that zone just so they don't continue to gain weight. And so they're literally starving themselves. And the body is, it has this caveman instinct to put on weight. When it senses that you, you know, there's some kind of famine going on that you're yeah. not getting enough food and it's like, okay, well, we'll just wait until we get some more food. But for now, this little bit of calories that we're, we're, that you're providing us with, we're just going to store that and we're just going to store it because this friggin', um the French word keeps coming up in my mind, famine <laughs> uh, is, is not ending. So yeah, that's it's, that's it's, what I have to say about calories in versus calories
0: out. It's kind of like the um, uh, the cholesterol production,
1: right? Yeah. Right, exactly. When you exactly. sap it, then it
0: then it naturally rises and begins to produce in its host.
1: Right, exactly, right. and and th- that, again, um, that's that's a really good point that you bring up because think of your high school science classes where you learned about homeostasis and the fact that the the body is always trying to bring itself back to central. So try not to focus so much on manipulating the calories for the sake of calories. Uh, I know there's a bunch of people at Harvard and other bullshit organizations that are going to say, no, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But um, yeah, it's, it's clearly not helped us. So, uh, and I think the more we focus there, the the more uncomfortable we become with our relationship with food.
0: Yeah. And the more unhappy you become because who wants to spend like half an hour in the grocery aisle just counting calories, you know, before you decide which one should you pick or not or what should you eat even today, you know, eating by the measures. It's so stupid and, you know, boring.
1: Right. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I know people again. People who've gotten this uh, stomach uh, reduction surgeries, and and they will. Um, some of them have told me that what they do is they'll take. I'll just take you know one bite of my meal, and then I'll pour salt all over it, so it's inedible. You know, I mean, this is this is no way to live. Yeah. And yeah. when your hair starts falling out, and you start having. Uh, fatigue issues. And I mean, one person I know, uh, a mutual friend, saw her. And I hadn't seen this woman in maybe two or three years. And she said, Oh my God, does she have cancer? <laughs> and I said, I don't know about that. I know this, ha- you know, I know she had this surgery. And she was like, Oh, yeah, because she looked really gone. You know, she lost the weight, but she didn't look healthy. Yeah. She literally looked like she was dying.
0: Yeah. And, and that's, and that's and something I remember.
1: Since then, I'm worried that she might
0: be dead. Yeah, because that that is something I um, noted about people who are not only starving themselves, but uh, changing their uh, regime, you know, of food intake. Mm -hmm. And for example, um, if they switch something, you know, like uh, a breakfast with, let's say, a shake, you know, Herbalife or something, some shit like that, you know, uh, after some time they do lose weight, but you can see it in their faces, you know, they're sucked out. The life has been sucked out of them literally. So it's, right, because it's bones.
1: They're, they're, right, because there's nothing actually nutritional yeah. about what they're doing. It's literally just just uh, deflating them <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> <laughs> helping them actually lose weight. Um, you know, the skin doesn't tighten at all. Uh, they often end up with some, you know, just signs of deficiency, big bags under their eyes. and Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the, especially, you know, getting to my age, you know, like their cheeks start to sag. And um, I don't think it's worth it to, to lose weight at that cost. I would rather be heavy and robust and vibrant looking than to be thin and gaunt and deficient
0: yeah so there's it's one so there's <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> I, really,
1: I really shouldn't talk
0: <laughs> yeah i nah, look great well there's one you know in new year's resolution you can write off that list so okay it's all right if I have a pound or more or less. It's it doesn't matter in the end. Exactly. You're not saying. I mean,
1: and yeah, that's a that's a very good point as well. Uh, we get we you know, somebody said to me the other day that Americans have become technicians in everything, yeah. and I think it's so true because we we learn these concepts like the calories or you know how how much you should weigh for a particular height and and gender. But we forget that muscle weighs more than fat. So yeah. you can gain weight. I, I know that uh, we've talked before about Dr. De Labo. He's the French doctor who has this eating system that is pretty much all protein and fat. And uh, he says that, um, you know when you're done with his diet that or whatever you want to call it regimen, that uh, you may be heavier on the scale, but smaller in size, and I know that's true for me. That you know, when I uh, years ago, when I like discovered all the the reasons why I was gaining weight, and I just started to naturally, you know, things just started, you know, the the weight just started coming off. I was smaller than I had ever been, but weighed more than I did. When I was maybe one size bigger than that. Does that make sense? So like if I was, I went from, like you say, size eight and I weighed maybe 140, but then I went down to a size six and weighed like 145.
0: Well, when you talk like that, it doesn't make sense, but in a way it does.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just because I had more muscle. Yeah. You know, all the all the fat and bloat was gone. Yeah. And it was all replaced with muscle.
0: Yeah, I can relate to that. You know why? Because I cannot float on water. I sink immediately. Because I'm i I'm bone, muscle, and skin. That's all. No fat on me whatsoever. And I just cannot float. You know, I we we go to the sea every summer and my wife, you know, she just poop and that's it. And me, if I don't do something with my arms or uh, legs while I'm uh, laying down on the water. I just <laughs> bloo- go down, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a bit exaggerated, but you get the point.
1: No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Actually, it's, uh, my husband always says the same thing. He's like, "I as a kid, I could never understand why my dad could float so well <laughs> when we go to
0: the beach." <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, what's our next question?
0: All right, so the question number two is, what is most important, quality ingredients or quality diet? Meaning avoiding bad stuff, but maybe not eating organic.
1: Mm. Damn good question. Um, I'm not sure that one, I'm not sure that they're mutually exclusive in my mind you know, the, the, obviously we want quality ingredients. I mean, the only way I can really say that is that you want your ingredients and your diet to be simple. Uh, you know, we talk about a lot about real food, but, um, if you've ever gone to the Facebook page and site, 100 Days of Real Food, at least in the early days, I think she's, you know, the, the creators of that that movement site book, whatever, that they've changed and learned a lot over their time. But, you know, when they first started that, they were doing this challenge, and you look, and it's just like all advertisements for like Horizon Milk, and like all of these, these really, you know, just kind of organic for for the trend of going organic type foods. Um, but a lot of it was crap, you know. It was—I want to say—I saw like the, um, you know, boxed mac and cheese, but it was the organic boxed mac and cheese. It was like I said, Horizon milk, and not to, you know, have those guys come after me, but they're you—they're ultra pasteurized. You know, ultra pasteurized milk is not natural in nature. You know, it doesn't doesn't show up with the hell beaten out of it. Um, really. The only thing I can say there is uh, it's like I said, it's it's not I don't believe that the quality of your ingredients is is going to be different than the quality of your diet. Uh, But just keep it simple. You know, when I look at. I'm a big fan of looking at older texts on health and diet merely because those texts do not have an agenda. Um, other than to help the reader. And uh, when we get into like the 1980s in this country, uh, that's when pharma starts taking over. People become super dependent on their drugs and their doctors to solve everything for them. Uh, We know that aspartame came out on the market in 1981, uh, really days after Reagan took office. Uh, And there is a connection there, which is why I say that um there were you know that's that's when McDonald's went from using beef tallow in their fries to using hydrogenated vegetable oils and stuff like that so but when you look at the older texts before that that era they're all saying very similar things like to to uh what people like Julia Ross talk about uh Eating a half a pound of meat at one, at least one meal during the day, for example, is extremely common in those older texts. Yes, they do want you to have vegetables. They want you to have maybe a small amount of fruit. They um, are not talking about completely avoiding uh, wheat uh, or other grains. Uh, Again, they, they weren't merchandising their product. They weren't coming up with all these ancillary products, you know, just like a never ending list of powdered collagen and all this other stuff that you need to buy to, 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 um, consume that diet. And, but what, you know, it's, but these diets were really simple. And even today, the more successful diets, just keep it simple. So you want food, preferably that's one ingredient if you can do it. But I know that, like, you know, some of us, we eat we want to eat a loaf of bread or like, you know, this week I'm taking classes. I have to have my kids make their own meals. And, you know, sometimes that means they're going to make a sandwich for, for lunch. So, you know, just get the the most simple ingredients. If you have to buy something that's prepared for you. Uh, but don't get, um, distracted by the convenience of having Let's say you know the, the pre-marinated chicken breast at the store, which I think we've discussed before, is a chicken breast that has actually passed its expiration date, and then they pour some ungodly concoction mm-hmm. uh, from right from the the condiment aisle over it and sell it to you at a premium price. So don't get distracted by those kinds of things. And don't fall into the trap of thinking that you need to eat like 500 different ingredients at every meal. You know, I have a friend and she laughs at me because I always say, stop junking it up. Like we cook together sometimes. And I'm like, just stop junking it up because she's like, like, I got to put a piece of pumpkin in there. And then I need some nuts because it's protein and I need to put noodles to sustain the thing. And then I've got some green leafy vets. So like every meal becomes this, this kind of mash, <laughs> like I give to my chickens of just like ev- any, any and everything that sh- that she can find. Uh, don't fall into that trap. You're perfectly fine with just, you know, a piece of protein, maybe two vegetables. I would say I, I usually do, um, two vegetables that actually, uh, one, one of my dead mentors, uh, recommends to eat two above- vegetables, one below ground so maybe say um broccoli and tomatoes and then or well broccoli and spring beans let's say and um and then maybe carrots or a or a piece of potato or something like that so don't um don't sweat don't don't try to make it more complicated than it needs to be just keep it simple and you know stick to real ingredients and that those ingredients will you know, make your diet and don't get too hung up on organic either. If you can't, if you can only find the um, eh, toxic <laughs> pesticide laden ver- version of something, it's better than that than an organic something or other that's in a box. For sure. And maybe that was the original question. Maybe that's what she meant. But, but yeah, I would rather see people eat real ingredients over organic Cheerios.
0: Yeah, any time of the day. Get some bacon in there, and maybe I'll start to think about eating them. But just maybe, you know, if they make bacon Cheerios, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a yummy breakfast for me.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah. Just just about- just the
0: bacon, you know, nothing else. Bacon Cheerios made just from bacon.
1: Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call out vegans on this one. I saw some. <laughs> Oh Could you just remind you're a hater
0: you're something. a vegan hater admit it
1: well, it's not that I just I don't I I you know it's sort of like Donald Trump it's like you know you're it's like come on man like don't try to fool me all right don't tell me that that the smell of meat or the taste of meat makes you sick and then post a recipe for bacon mac and cheese okay <laughs> Cause, yeah because and then tell me how it smells just like bacon and tastes just like bacon. You're lying somewhere along the line. Either it doesn't taste like bacon and bacon and doesn't smell like bacon, or you really want bacon. Yeah. So just eat the bacon. So that's the only reason I say that because it's like, don't try to pull, don't try to pull the wool over my eyes. Any more questions?
0: That's you the mo- that's the moment oh. of the silence, you know. I was like, what yeah. the hell is going on now, here? Yeah, you yeah. were you were so angry I had to stop, you know, okay? Later Vandal.
1: I am not angry. I just don't <laughs> like people lying to me, okay? I don't like people lying to me. Don't lie to me about how you All right,
0: all right. right. Sorry. I promise I won't the lie to steak. you again, you all right? Tell
1: me that you got some some tofu steak recipe. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. Moving on. And I promise I won't lie right, to you sir, again.
1: Turkey at Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and t- talk about how you can't stand the smell of turkey bacon.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. So, <laughs> uh, question number three: What do you do with an eleven-year-old who is always hungry? Uh, mm. Well.
1: It depends on why he or she is always hungry.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh this is you know, prepubescent time when they may of, uh, be going through growth spurts. You know, there's a lot of hormonal development happening on you know, both females and males. Uh with females you want to make sure they're getting enough fat. That will help with the hormones that they are making and when i say fat i'm not talking about olive oil i'm talking about animal fats uh that will help with their hormone levels uh for boys they need more protein generally speaking again uh because they're building more muscle mass muscle yeah so um you know there's there it, this actually brings up more questions because the, the first thing i, I really want to i would really want to ask is uh if there is a health issue or a weight issue that's concerning you about this 11 year old or is it really that like you can't afford to feed this freaking kid because he's eating too much <laughs> 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 i feel your pain um the other thing that works really well for most people and this is something that i think you again nicola you're such the perfect example To have on this show with me, uh, glad to help out. That do you? and I can't honestly. I don't remember this that much in Yugoslavia when, well, Croatia when I was there. Uh, But I know in many other parts of Europe that people generally not that they don't eat carbs with their meal, but you know that that little piece of bread or or what have you is left mostly for the end of the meal. And then you just kind of wipe up the plate with it. So there's yeah. like almost no dishes to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, here we, we like these like one pot meals. I think the seventies is like when we started this whole thing about one pot meal. So like everything had to be in the pot. It's sort of like what I was talking about before with my one friend who, you know, loves to put, you know, 17 different ingredients in every dish that she made. Uh, I would try structuring the meal. Um, and I've seen different variations of this around the world. Uh, but for the most part, I would say, uh, try encouraging your family to consume your proteins, fats, and non-starchy vegetables at the beginning of the meal. When you're pretty much sick of that, have a little bit of carbs and see if that changes because, and, uh, you're right, Nicola. I am beating up on vegans. I went,
0: <laughs> I went naughty, to naughty.
1: I went to those two vegan dinners. That's the thing, is because I like food that's full of vegetables, right? I like yeah. to eat stuff like that. But you I went like to these friggin' restaurants, and I got sick because, I, like, I couldn't. I first of all, I, they set up in, in tremendous carb cravings, tremendous carb mm, cravings for the rest of that day, yeah. those days. Um. I need protein. Like my body was like, keep eating, keep eating. Uh, So where am I even going with this? (laughs) But you, you want to, you know, we eat a lot. We tend to eat our carbs kind of like with the rest of the meal in the U S. So what I would suggest is starting out with the non-starchy vegetables, your proteins and fats. And when you're kind of, you know, like can't even look at it anymore or getting close to that, like you say, 70% full, uh, then start to introduce your potato, your bread, your pasta, whatever you're having on the side. If if you you know do that, I would um, suggest that. And if you're trying to not do those things, um, do something like pumpkin might help. Actually, I'm really digging pumpkin. Uh, pumpkin this this week. Um, and then I found out that my daughter fed the chickens <laughs> my pumpkin, so I have to go buy another pumpkin. <laughs> she made a mistake yes
0: but you'll get better eggs
1: no actually my eggs rock did you see the picture i posted of my eggs my eggs were
0: great right my chicken, like, uh, best egg. right I, I just got a totally different picture right in now in my head because here in croatia eggs and balls are the same thing you know we have the same oh, name yeah, for yeah. eggs and yeah, balls yeah. so you know yeah well
1: well, I, I, yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure
0: your ball—I bo- uh, mean, eggs—are really big. You know?
1: As mine, yes, they are the best. Yeah, <laughs> still stands.
0: <laughs> okay, so where are we going with this?
1: <laughs> I don't know. You're the one who brought it up.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to mizzle out. Stop.
1: Yeah, I don't even know why you went there. I'm
0: um, talking about chicken. Yeah, and I—I I, 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 I have to <laughs> do it. You know, I, I'm the comedic relief here, so. Gotta give people some comedy. At least I'm trying to.
1: Alright. It's not enough for me to laugh at my own jokes?
0: Yeah. I have to bring in mine bad jokes.
1: They're not all bad.
0: Oh, thank you. They're not all bad. Maybe just...
1: (laughs) Well, well, that's that's to get back at you for saying, you don't look that old.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair. (laughs) You
1: look old, not that old.
0: Not that old, yeah. Fair, alright, so moving on to the real yeah. subject so basically feed the kids
1: yeah feed the kids uh. you know like it's not just start with with the the more nourishing parts of the meal and what happens is when you consume carbs or something sweet uh, at the end of a meal it it signals the brain to stop eating mhm so um for example i went out with a friend of mine she's from france and we were we had lunch on the beach and uh it was uh it was mostly a vegetarian lunch except i think i did throw bacon on something but yeah it was basically a vegetarian lunch and then at the end but it was a filling lunch that's the thing is it was like it was done right it was done with like flavor and there was fat and salt and and you know things that your body needs to digest in there and uh at the end she pulls out this little, actually it was a big bar of chocolate and we each took one square and literally had no hunger until dinner. It just it just totally signals the brain to stop. So, uh, you know, so you could so it could be, you know, like I said, wiping up the plate with a piece of bread, get all that good gravy and all those minerals um, into you using the bread. Uh, It could be a little piece of square of chocolate. It could be a few raspberries or a piece of fruit. Um, It could be, like I said, pumpkin, which is sweet. Uh, Yeah, you know, just try see see what works. And that may, may change daily, weekly, you know, some stewed or poached apples uh at the end of a meal is is really nice um sometimes a piece of cheese and actually this is something they do in france a lot is they they will eat their salad at the end of the meal too
0: yeah yeah uh well i would add my two cents uh for this topic i think it really that's because that's all
1: i pay you what yeah
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) So, uh, I think it also depends on the body type of the person and oh, the, diget- sure. the digestion cap- capabilities because I'm now referring to my, you know, eating routine and comparing it to my family. Uh, so I'm the only guy in the family. I have a wife and two daughters and we have a dog, which is also female. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, not easy all the times. And, um, I'm not sure if it's a gender uh, difference or genuinely a body type difference and all that comes with it because they don't eat as much. They uh, should be adhering to the rules you said. I mean, you said it um, first the nutritious stuff and then bring in the carbs at the right. at, at the end. For me, it's the Total opposite if I don't start with carbs um, I'm hungry you know I, I start from the very beginning and throughout the meal I eat everything so the carbs the fats okay. and the protein
1: so what are your carbs that you're eating at the beginning of your meal
0: um, it's usually potatoes or bread or okay. pasta okay and I just eat until I'm full so I usually take if it's soup we often start with soup so i take about two or three deep platters of soup and then okay. after that i eat some more because i can really eat a lot and for right. me i'm i'm kind of like that teenager you know uh, i really mm-hmm. need to take uh, a lot of food into me to be full okay so and just... then
1: what happens if you eat okay so you have your soup and then your potatoes and then your meat
0: uh well we we eat potatoes together with meat so it's like uh yeah but i
1: mean it's on the plate but you 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 go for those first no you
0: eat your- no no so we just uh you make- you're
1: screwing up the whole thing okay
0: <laughs> sorry <clears throat> now, what do you
1: say so you got the meat and the potatoes on the same plate yeah
0: yeah and, and the then- vegetables.
1: And the vegetables. And yes. you're, so you're eating all three of those together.
0: Yeah. 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 All of them together. Yeah. And... But you're
1: also starting with soup, which a lot of you, know, we don't do that a lot in the US.
0: Yeah. But it's but not always that's like that.
1: Not bad, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. But see, now what I wonder was ha- have you tried doing what I said? Like you say, like, say you have soup and then you have your plate of three elements on there, right? So let's just say you started with the meat and the vegetable and then you, then you, Ended on that carb note. Do you think that you would consume the same amount of food or more? Is that what you're saying? You would eat more if you did it that way. Have you tried it that way? Have you consciously tried it that way?
0: No, no, but I can. Next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's homework. homework. That's homework for me. That's
1: your homework for this week. And then let me know what happens next week.
0: Sure, sure. It better go my
1: way or else you're fired. (laughs)
0: Okay, so if, if it doesn't go your way, uh, I can tell it doesn't go. All right? Folks, you've okay, seen everything, it's all right? Good.
1: It's all good. That, yeah. And this is important to note that everybody has something different. So, you know, yeah. it may be the way Nicola says, it may be the way I say, it may be something in between. Experiment with, with, with um, that basic framework of of kind of rotating things maybe putting a soup at the beginning of the meal or broth uh you know try some different things and see what sticks what what um what's helpful because it could just be that the you know that it is uh the requirement for more energy for the next stage of development uh and it could also be you know i hate i hate to go here but it, it could be a parasite.
0: Uh, that's what i get a lot i mean it, it really sounds corny but that's what i get a lot you know the those uh skinny chicks that everybody's so jealous of i get oh, that yeah, yeah. i get that shit all the time because other people are starting to you know make fun of me so what do you have a, a parasite or what i'm totally sure because i went you know to i have a
1: friend he's got a he's got he, everybody thinks he has a parasite and they just named his parasite Clarence.
0: Clarence. <laughs>
1: oh. It's, it's an entity of its own.
0: Okay, so what should my parasite name be?
1: Uh, Trump. Oh. no. Uh,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm thinking to these
1: there. parasites. Um, I don't know. Bobby. We'll have to think about that. Maybe we can start a little contest.
0: Yeah, a poll.
1: Yeah, a poll and then and then whoever's uh name we like the most gets a copy of Frenching Your Food.
0: Or My Parasite.
1: Or His Parasite. Yeah,
0: so you can stay slim forever, just like me.
1: Alright, you yeah. can sell that. You can totally sell that in the United <laughs> States. People are so desperate for weight loss. They, like, wire their jaw shut. Yeah. <laughs> and they do take... I've heard that many of these diet pills do contain some kind of parasitic entity. that love. Uh, well.
0: Eat your food. Well, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that I really have a good, you know, digestion and that I really spend up that energy because um, I'm not sure about the other three types, but I believe there are three main body types that uh, are present in people. And if I remember correctly, mine was, uh, oh, what was it? It was, um, it begins with ecto, ectomorph. Mine is ectomorph. So I really process food very quickly. And the same way with fat, you know, I have really uh, fatty, oily skin because I'm inclined to believe that all the fat I get gets processed and gets out of my system, you know, on every possible way.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, oils of, uh, you know, that's why that's kind of one of the things that's kind of interesting when people talk about, oh, you got to drink more water, you look dry, drink, drink more water, but uh, water becomes drying at after a point. Yeah. And we really want is our fats to rise to the skin surface. That's why when you buy lotion, it's not all water, it's got fats in there. And that, those emollient, um, you, you know, qualities is, are what, help to keep your skin moist. So that's why that's the other reason why we need fats because they rise to the skin and keep it nice and supple. And that's why a lot of kids who have acne, uh, have it because their families don't feed them fats. And when they do, it's the vegetable oils, which cannot be processed. So those get pushed to the surface of the skin and they form these pustules. Hmm. Cool. Well, you know, we're going to have to go soon because, uh, we've, We've got a podcast.
0: We got a podcast, and I'm not trying to scare you, but I just took uh, I just took a peek at our live feed, and it seems it's stuck. Great! Yeah. <laughs> so I love it. Yes, yeah, so no, it seems. You're
1: still recording.
0: Uh. <laughs> Okay, so it just moved. that's that's good. Maybe it's not stuck. maybe it's just something that happened. Uh, actually, I was uh, thinking about recording this, but I forgot. I was set everything was set. you know I have these two options start recordings and start streaming. I hit start streaming, went over there to check everything and once we got the p joke, I forgot to hit start recording. Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, uh, can you record now?
0: <laughs> yes, I can. Sure. Why not?
1: Yeah. Uh, we have to go through all of that again. Oh, no,
0: I'll I'll check it out later. Maybe it's just a video. Okay. Maybe it's just the video. Well, Maybe our audio.
1: The live stream though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did it for uh for the last week's Q and A.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll do okay. So then, um. That's it. One more question, and then we we got to be out of here.
0: Yo. we got to get out of here. So. Dude,
1: Schwarzenegger? <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm trying. I'm really trying, but it's the. You could
1: be mayor, of California. I mean, uh, a <laughs> governor,
0: of California. Governor, like not that. mayor. <laughs>
1: mayor. Yeah. Mayor of Hollywood.
0: Okay, so uh, the last question is: I can't seem to shed weight, even though I think I eat well.
1: I see this a lot people who are trying to do the right thing trying to get back to nature trying to eat a good balance of foods and actually i was just thinking about this this week um you know that this happens this is is happening and i think part of it is because compared again i'm going to compare america to other places many of us especially if you're like my age or younger uh we were not exposed to real food early on uh we you know, our bodies had to learn on the back end. So we were, you know, we had the enriched wheat products, uh, which, uh, somebody just, you know, posted an an article for me to read the other day in our Facebook group, uh, about the enriching, enriching process, uh, possibly being the, the real source of what people think is gluten intolerance. Uh, I've been saying this for the better part of fifteen years or so. Uh, once I found out what was going into these enriched products, the heavy metals and um, just the the uh, unbalanced way that they they reintroduce these these synthetic vitamins, the bromine uh, which blocks iodine uptake for the thyroid, you know, so the energy for the thyroid. So you know, just think, you know, sometimes and and I do it because sometimes I just. I don't want to say I have no choice, but you know my choices are kind of slim when I go out. So you know I might buy a burger at the best place that I can get, but that that bread might be made with enriched flour. Um, You know it could be some hidden ingredients like that that you know sometimes you just kind of suck it up because you have to, Um, and it doesn't necessarily chelate out of your body as quickly and easily as you would hope. Um, As I suggested the last time, and and again not to make you nervous, but uh, there's a lot of theories about parasites and that parasites could be uh, very much linked to what, you know, this uh, weight gain that people suffer from, uh, even though they're eating a good diet. Uh, Usually they would say, don't eat um, raw fish or, or meat products. Uh, I don't know if this is 100% true, but I do know that uh, Sally Fallon's book, Nourishing Traditions, she recommends, at least in the first version of the book, she recommended to freeze your meat or fish for two weeks to kill any parasites, but I do believe there's several that will survive the freezing process, so I don't know how um, how efficient that is if you're worried about parasites. Uh, cooking, obviously, will kill parasites in the food, but not the ones that are already in your digestive tract. If that's a problem for you. So uh, if you do find out that, that parasites are part of it, or you want to, you know, see if things help uh, things that would help with parasites would be uh, cloves and um, black walnut hull that comes in a tincture. Take that. But that, that I mean, that's like a three month process. Enemas can help. Uh, as a matter of fact, some people have flushed some really scary stuff out of their systems with enemas as well as some of the oral remedies uh, for killing parasites, pretty much anything that's a seed will kill parasites. Coconut should kill it. Um, watermelon seeds. I mean, like pretty papaya seeds. Yeah. A lot of these things will kill parasites. Um, but the two main ones would probably be the black walnut hull and the cloves. And there's a third one that I'm not, that's not coming to mind right now. I'll, I'll post it when I find it, uh, or think of it. Um, the other thing, just like what we were saying before, you may not be eating enough calories. There's a lot of people who they eat real food, but they're like, but they still straddle this line of like, but not too much, you know, not too much fat. You eat the real fat, but not too much, you know, so they, so they're still restricting calories. And um, I know I said to forget that word earlier, but um, they're still restricting energy. So your body doesn't have the energy to perform its natural processes. And some of that is tel- is directing the body to use different nutrients in their specialized ways. You're not consuming enough. Your body starts to think you're in starvation mode and starts to, to hold on to weight. Uh, another reason could be, and this kind of falls in the in the parasite category, which is uh, a yeast condition and not necessarily a yeast infection, but something like candida albicans. Uh, it can make you puffy you know if you're, if your your weight issue is, and I'm assuming that you know the difference between your muscle mass and your your kind of watery or, or fluffy you know hippie fat, um or weight uh that you know this will literally make you look puffier uh, if you have a candida issue so actually a lot of the same you know remedies that help with parasites will help with candida and it's a matter of um you know killing the excess candida keeping it in check because you you are supposed to have a, a bit of that yeast present in your system it's just usually controlled uh, but yes, you, you kill it, you flush it out, you replace it and you purify your body. Right. So, so that's the per- basic.
0: So what you're saying is Puff Daddy has a parasite. Perhaps.
1: Perhaps.
0: Perhaps. Right. So that's why he changed the name to PDD. That's
1: why his, right.
0: And then just DD.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and then just D. <laughs> yeah. Um, so until we don't talk about him anymore. Um, Yeah, so you know, that's that could that could be uh, a part of your uh your issue, and one of the ways you would know, and actually, it would be the same as if you had literally like a worm or something, would be that you may be craving more sweet foods, more carbohydrate, um, you know, your potatoes and sweet potatoes and and um, bananas, uh, just breads, pastas, rice, quinoa, you know, all of those things, you'll probably start uh crave more um, if you have a yeast condition. Uh, and I'm going to name two more, and then we're going to have to leave. But uh, allergies or food sensitivities, I should say, are another thing. I, I believe we talked about this, although this may be the feed that didn't get recorded. Uh, we talked about sensitivities can cause your body to hold on to water weight um it's uh it's basically a, a connected to adrenal function so think of the fact that the adrenals sit on top of the kidneys and they're not functioning properly well you're now you know the liquid the water that your body would normally expel and you know burn off uh in the burning off of the food process it's getting Clog there and it's just kind of recirculates. So you may find some some deposits in different places and that could be that could very well be food sensitivities again food sensitivities are often connected to candida albicans almost always connected to candida albicans so um you know and and leaky gut syndrome um you know all of that can contribute if you have some of that uh, and the last one, uh, which is what, you know, is part of my issues, is, is trauma. Um, if you have had just something, uh, the death of a loved one, uh, particularly something that really shocked you or really hit you very deeply, uh, could be a car accident, which is incredibly, uh, um, common. Uh, actually the, the doctor you'll, hear the interview that i did uh soon with uh ken moorhead he's a doctor of chinese medicine and actually that was the first question i had for him when i met him years ago uh because i had just been in this accident and it you know i was consuming nothing but cucumbers and water and i gained 20 pounds in two weeks because my body was in such shock my my stomach acid was almost nothing um i've you know repaired that, but I, I find that I'm still very weak. So I go through times like right now where I'm just running, running, running and trying to get, you know, hundred things done in one day. Uh, you know, we're podcasts, we're doing this live event. Now we're going to be podcasting in five minutes. Uh, I've, then as soon as that's done, I've got to run up to the other side of the island and, uh, take a six hour course, come back, take care of my kids and, you know, go to bed and start the cycle all over again for tomorrow. And then Saturday morning I have
0: yeah, that's the olympics, a lot of stress
1: the, the hawaiian olympics yeah so like you know all these stressful events and trauma it really can um you know some people it's the opposite some people at least in the beginning they start to lose weight when they're under this kind of stress but you know your adrenals have to keep up with this and over time it starts to have the opposite effect because they just get exhausted so my prescription is really i just need friggin' sleep <laughs> and and that could be yours too. You might just be pushing yourself too much, maybe taking on more than you than you really should. And if you have kids who are feeding your pumpkins to your chickens <laughs> instead of for dinner for you, and now you have to go out and buy another pumpkin, that's just adding to your your you know frustration and your workload.
0: Yeah.
1: So you know, um, if if you think trauma is part of your or some other form of adrenal stress. Uh, focus on getting enough sleep. Uh, remember, sleep is not only when we, we repair our systems. Uh, it is also when, I mean, just thinking from the adrenal thing, and actually this ties right back to what happened in the beginning when I was pouring water and, and Nicola cracked the joke about me not peeing, uh, <laughs> which is that when you, the first thing most animals do when they wake up is they go to the bathroom
0: yeah me too does that mean i'm an animal
1: if you don't get enough sleep you may only pee a little bit and still you know be tired until you get and i think that's one of the reasons why um caffeinated drinks particularly coffee is so effective is because it pushes that stuff out of you you know that stuff is just recirculating and making you you know your your brain foggy and it's keeping you tired and as soon as all that stuff comes out you're like whoa i feel like a million bucks you know (laughs) So it really, um, you know, think think of it that way. So make sure that you get enough rest, because when you get up, you know, you'll be able to eliminate much more easily, and that will just, you know, obviously, you don't want to be carrying that around. That's extra weight right there.
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> Ugh. A little real, huh?
0: Yeah. So uh, I would uh, ask about um, physical activity, but it seems like we should shift that for the next week because we're we're kind of out of time.
1: Physical activity, I do believe, is important. But like I've said before, I believe that it's more in the intake of oxygen, which we know burns, right? Hmm. Oxygen is what burns. So it could just, you know, that's the other thing that happens when you sleep is you get a lot of deep breathing. A A lot more than most people get when they're working out, to be honest, because uh, a lot of people end up becoming very shallow breathers when they work out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, because they're just trying to gasp for air for the next, you know, the next set or whatever they're doing. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, but yeah, we can talk about that next time and uh, uh, delve into that aspect. Sure. Tonight.
0: Yep. Okay. All right, folks. That's it for this week's Q and A. And if you got any questions, uh, the, the topic for the next week will uh, appear before you very soon. So uh, get your questions ready for Adrian so she can pee in the bottle again. All right. All right. Yeah. See All right. You see you week. next
1: week, everybody. Aloha.
0: Aloha. Bye bye.